Hey everybody, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. You got Brandy here. Dariel here. And we have a guest today. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, my name is Larry. I go by Lawrence because <laughs> it sounds more regal. Um, if y'all wanted to, is this where I do the? Yeah. Wherever you want to do all it. All right, cool. Well, if you can send all your hate mail to my social media at <laughs> O-U-T-M-I-I-M-Y-N-D. That's both Instagram and Twitter. Um, y'all have to excuse me if I have this cough going on because I'm just getting over a cold. Oh, yeah. I forgot you've been sick. Yeah. Anyways. So we don't have any shout outs this week. No. I guess just thank you to everybody for the support. You know what? How about we just shout out all the hating ass <laughs> <laughs> people. I won't even call y'all anything else. People that I referred to on last week's podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week and minding your business. <laughs> hey, if I if I remember correctly, I was one of those hating ass people a couple of months back. Me, <laughs> and we you shouted you out. <laughs> you no, know, you gave me a whole segment. Uh, Lynn well. shouted me out like previous to that, but no, you gave me oh. you gave me the nth degree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna give everybody the full rundown here in a few on how this all got started. <laughs> but guys, don't forget to follow us on our social media. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. And submit all of your listener questions. <laughs> Uh, feedback if you'd like to come on the show our email is take control podcast at gmail.com so we're going to get right into our listener questions all right um our first listener question says would you date someone that's not your type because you think they'll treat you better is that <laughs> yuck no <laughs> what <laughs> What? <laughs> why would I not date someone that's not my like? Why would I date someone who's not my type? Sometimes you have to step out of your comfort zone. Maybe your type is not what's good for you. It's just what you're attracted to. No, 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 no. So there's a, there's a stark contrast between what you're attracted to and what your type is. In, in my opinion, anyway, it's I don't even I don't even know what what do you mean by my type. So physical. Let's just <clears throat> speak to the physical. Physical, but. I like women, period. Okay, so you don't have a type when it comes to physical appearance. Not, not okay. really. Like, yeah, I, I like my women to be brown to burnt, like black as shit. <laughs> um, thicker, you know. My last two, last two girlfriends were one eighty plus, thick, like thick. But like, I don't. It don't make me no never mind. Okay, yeah. so that that's your type. Would you step out of that? I have stepped. Have I've, stepped I have stepped okay. out of that. So you're the not only, opposed to it. Only type that I, I just don't. I can't can't mess with the white Johns. That's the only <laughs> thing. Like I appreciate them from a distance. Like they're they're pretty ish. And they are pretty, <laughs> but like outside of that, black women, yeah. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, I'm gonna say yes mm. because I, I'm not really huge on looks, but I've dated some guys that aren't attractive. Um, but to me, there was something about them that made them attractive. But it's about how they treat me, so I would definitely step out of my comfort zone or my type if someone treats me better. Yeah. Um. I, I think would. I have. I, uh, I don't necessarily think I have a type, though. Like you're if, picky. If you look across anybody I've, like, 
dealt with <laughs> or been in a relationship with, they all look different. I think we talked about this. They probably all have the same personality type. But physical-wise, physical features, short, tall, big, small, light skin, brown skin, I've been all over the place. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Um, The second one. If you go through your partner's phone and found a text conversation of them entertaining the thought of cheating but ended up curving the person because they love you, should you be happy at the self-control or mad that they even thought about cheating? Why am I going? I'm not going through nobody's phone, man. <laughs> Hypothetically like, <laughs> speaking. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I that's just, that, that's, that's sucker shit to me. Like, I'm... I'm not going through my lady's phone that like either I'm going to find something I don't want to see or I'm going to not find something and feel stupid because I went through her phone. So uh, that's just uh, I'm not even tapping into that question. Now, I have had folks go through my phone and. Uh, OK, so just the yeah. re- the reverse. If your girlfriend went through your phone and seen that you entertained the idea, but stopped yourself. Yeah. Should she be happy or be upset? Nah, she got my ass. Okay. Yeah, she absolutely be upset. Yeah. You should be upset. Like, what are you doing? Don't be a fucking idiot. Don't be a cornball. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm cursing so much. You're fine. We, we curse. Yeah. I was about to say, you, you listen. Curse. We all curse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't like how you're making me out to be right now. And this is a problem. Because our beef is not that old. It can come back. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm waving a white flag. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, I'm definitely going to be upset. You don't get a pat on the back for not doing it. You thought about it. You almost did. And if you really loved me, you wouldn't have thought about it in the first place. So I'm going to have to fight you. Huh. I feel that. I think I would be in the middle, as always. I, I think I would be upset in it would warrant a conversation about where we are in our relationship if you consider cheating. Um, but I would have to respect the control there, especially if you have somebody that was ready and willing to give it to you and you was able to come out of that situation and say, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, I think I would just be in between with it. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. To be quite honest, there's always somebody who's ready and willing. Yeah, always. No yeah. matter if you're a man or a woman, there's there's always going to be somebody ready and willing. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a big, I'm not a big proponent of patting people on the back and, and giving them kudos for doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but I, I feel like at the same time, if the situation <clears throat> was reversed, if my man seen something in my phone and he brought it up, probably the first thing a woman is going to say, "Well, I didn't do it." So that don't, and a man might say, you know what I mean. So I'm saying I have <laughs> yeah. to, I have to extend that same courtesy that he didn't do it. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in treating people how I would want to be treated. So like I said, I to an extent can respect the fact that you didn't do it, but it's still an issue because now we need to speak about how we move forward and um, why you feel that way. Yeah. You open, you open the door to an extent. So what's going on? Is this the place where we stop, or do we try to work through this? So. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And then we're going to get mad and we ain't going to leave anyway. So. You're right. But, I mean, you you spared a ride, you spoiled a child. Like, True. 
you you gotta you gotta correct those things. That's in in my relationship is to be like, hey, look, what was that? We we can't have that. Yeah, it's it's just more of it's more of a respect thing. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah. Agreed. So that was our listener questions. Um, again, <coughs> submit your listener questions to Take Control Podcast at gmail dot com. So we got some good hot topics, um, things that we've seen on social media. So how do we feel about Kanye defending his wife and posting that on was it Instagram? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know what? I I'm glad that he did. I feel like people are so hard on the Kardashians, and I understand that, you know, Kim K has her past, but <clears throat> again, there's plenty of women out here who are not famous that are doing the same shit. It's just not public. Mm-hmm. So whatever she did in the past has nothing to do with now. Yeah. She's married, and I feel like he has every right to defend his wife, and he should. I would oh, want absolutely. my man to do the same thing. So... Like he said, don't speak on my wife. Whatever y'all did, y'all did. Keep her name out your mouth. Period. I agree, hundred percent. Like what she did in the past is the past. Like yeah. what what she's done from this point forward, from the point that we were together forward, is the only thing I'm worried about. Don't speak on my wife. No, none of that. Like he. Yeah, I disagree. Period. Yeah, I was about to say I agree. I don't have anything else to really say about it. I will say what's funny is that um, a good point. To making this is like when Nick Cannon responded, he said the whole, I mean, if somebody asked me a question, I'm going to answer it. Bullshit. Like, it's kind of like that whole clout chasing thing that everybody's talking about. Not saying that Nick Cannon isn't a celebrity in his own right, but it's like, you didn't need to, you could have left it at what Kanye said, leave it at. Like, you know, I don't have nothing to really say about it. Either she did or she didn't. You know what I mean? Whatever. But she, he was like, oh yeah, I think she fucked him. Like, Oh, that's basically wow. what he said on the podcast he was like oh, dude asked him like if he thought Kim K slept with Drake cause of the song or whatever and he was like yeah she pro- she probably did fuck him it, it, it's not too far fetched like but that was my only thing why would he assume that that song was about her cause I didn't hear that I heard it was about one of his his exes what song was it Kiki was it the Kiki? in my feeling in my feeling yeah and I'm like I don't understand where I did he say anything about Kim in that song Kiki. Kiki, that's her nickname. No, no, <laughs> not, <laughs> okay. not that we know of. <laughs> yeah, see, you you just it's for ratings. Like you're talking shit for ratings at this point. You know what? Like I said on Twitter, I feel like Nick Cannon is that guy, that cornball that you wish you never let hit. Yeah, I can't believe he like because I didn't know what where that entire beef had came from, but I can't believe he came out of his mouth and said like, "Yeah, like she probably let him hit." That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't like, hear that either. That's basically what he said. It was like it wasn't too far fetched because I remember seeing the clip, but I didn't know what song they was talking about because I never would have put Kiki and Kim. Yeah, because it wasn't so, about her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, starting shit. So I completely agree that's that pretty, Kanye should have defended oh, his wife. Man, Nick is yeah a Nick, cornball. Yeah, that was that was cornball. So, how do we feel about Kanye speaking on people committing suicide because they're not getting enough likes and followers on social media and that the likes and comments on posts should be private, not public for everyone to see? I I kind of agree with that. I've even said this about Twitter. Like, stuff that you like, why should everybody be able to see that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I feel like it's some stuff that should be private, but social media is just it's wow at this point and I feel like a lot of people look for validation 
from others and shit like that is important to some people some people is not but most people you know you hear people like oh I got this many followers or I got this many likes on my pictures so it's like it's important to them so of course it's gonna make somebody feel like you know they're not worthy or good enough because they might not have as many as someone else yeah yeah absolutely like clout chasing or, or validation you know seeking wasn't invented yesterday yeah. you know your 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 papa pulled up in the Cadillac when they was you know back in in sixty eight. You feel me? So like everybody in the neighborhood was like, wow, like they're doing it. It's just been exacerbated because of social media. Mm-hmm. Now it's a global thing. So you know now instead of just the neighborhood knowing that you got it like that because you got the diamond in the back, now the entire world knows because you're you're sitting in the wraith and you got the the starlight you know interior or whatever whatever. Like now everyone. You know, so it's just it's just been multiplied to the nth degree. Um, I I agree. Like, you should absolutely be able to turn that stuff off to to where people can or cannot see your likes. I I've I've griped several times on Twitter where where I, I tweet Twitter like, hey, I don't know which one of you your engineers or what think tanks y'all y'all came up with to where everyone can see everyone's likes. Like people I don't follow, their likes show up yeah. on my timeline. Like, why do I want to know? what this person who I don't even follow what what they like or yeah. or x y three people follow this person so their tweet just pops up on my t- I don't I don't want that yeah. I follow people first I I curate my own content right so why are you putting interjecting other bs so yeah, yeah I I'm 100% with that like should be able to tailor that I agree too I I don't have any disagreement with that whatsoever I definitely think that when it comes to like Instagram, definitely it can put people um, in a depressive mind state as far as like likes is concerned. And one person may not be doing anything, anything different from the next person. You just one person gets a whole bunch of likes. And I definitely think it does mess with your mind to an extent. So mm-hmm. I agree with what he said. The last hot topic that we have, I don't know if... You've seen this, um, but Nivea has, I don't know if it's a show or she had an interview, a digital, I think BET is doing digital uh, interviews now where it's just on social media. And I guess she's trying to get back into music and put some new songs out. And basically she was saying how she kind of lost her career because she didn't have the support from little Wayne and the dream as far as raising their children um I watched the full 14 minute interview this morning and she basically said you know she was like you know I um don't disrespect them even if they disrespect me but I didn't have the help from them I didn't have the support from them and I guess she got a lot of backlash from what I was told really about it on social media or it was a big conversation (laughs) that she said that they weren't supportive um yeah no i i i saw that this morning i didn't i didn't watch the the, i didn't know where to find the the full interview but i you know it was one of the first things on my timeline that i seen it was like a maybe a 90 second clip of her uh of that interview kind of chopped down and i i had honestly forgot who nivia was you know i didn't realize that she was the the danger girl like you know, I, I had no clue too. i was like wait what she was the danger chick and mystical i that was <laughs> i ain't even gonna get started that was my guy back then um but yeah like she she was doing her thing and i didn't realize that she had four kids and two of her baby fathers are like 
moguls in the industry. Like these dudes were the it guys. Lil Wayne is still the it guy, yeah. you know. So it's that's just a that's terrible, man. Like niggas step up and take care of y'all kids. Like these are million millionaires. Yeah, several times over. How are you not taking care of your? Yeah, and I, she she also mentioned that how she was getting a lot of pressure from um, people in the industry and from her family to put her kids, you know, in boarding schools so that she could still pursue her career, but she didn't want to do that. So, I respect that. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't do it either. Yeah. Even even though like it's really hard being a mother and having so much responsibility. And <clears throat> needing a break sometimes, but at the same time, me sending my kids away would pretty much make me feel shitty. Even when like my oldest son, he's at his dad's a lot, it makes me feel shitty because I'm like, you're not home enough. And it just makes me question myself as a mother, even though I shouldn't, but it just does. So sending my kids away, I couldn't do that. But I kind of feel where she's coming from. Not that my children's fathers aren't present, but just the simple fact that their work hours is literally during the whole day so it's just like i have to figure out all right if i want to get some a break after work i have to find somebody to watch them i don't have many options or i know other people are busy so i may not want to ask them so it's like it's a lot of pressure on me because i feel like all right i need a break i can't ask them because he's out working so to have a parent that's just not helping at all like that's even harder and it's like i know that some men feel like oh they gotta provide and they want to work and blah 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 but at the same time like you have to understand uh, a mother is trying to do the same thing i'm trying to work too i'm trying to be successful we gotta find some type of compromise or you help me find some help you know what i'm saying like you got family send your family over to help or something like if you can't be present we have to come to some type of compromise where i am able to do what i need to do as well as you I agree. That's real. No disagreements from me this episode. <laughs> <laughs> One big happy family. But you know, I honestly think, and even it's still that same dynamic when people are married, but I feel like when people are not together, you see that a lot. Like most of the weight is carried by the mother. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just like, a mother's natural instinct to just take it on. Cause it has to get done way one way or another. Mm-hmm. But that seems to be, most women's narrative when they don't have when they're not married to the father or whatever the case may be but i definitely think it's unfortunate because she can sing i don't know if she still can um if her voice is still as strong but she can sing so to not and she was literally um as she was talking about that she was crying because she was like you know i love my kids they are my life but i can't sit here and say that i'm genuinely happy where i'm at because this normal life is not for me like this is not what I want to do this is not my passion this is not who I am so it's it was kind of sad to see the struggle between I have these kids that I have to raise but I also have these dreams and things that I want to do to fulfill myself and I don't I I can't get it done because I don't have the help that I need so yeah it's it's like really sad and that it it seems like that's (laughs) more often than not that that is the the narrative when it comes to to mothers where it's like before they have kids, they have all these big dreams, and then motherhood just kind of derails everything. Mm-hmm. Um, even when they do have the help, yeah, mm-hmm. mother like motherhood just derails everything. And for her to have four kids, yeah, I didn't know she had that many. Four, I, yeah. did, I thought she had two. I thought she yeah. just had one with each of them. Yeah, four kids. That's like that. That's even worse. Four kids, two 
millionaire baby fathers. I don't know about the other two kids, you know, but yeah. nonetheless, well, like it's a set of twins. Hmm. And then I don't know if the three are by <clears throat> the dream. And then the one is just by, I don't know, but that's crazy. Yeah. I, I often find myself struggling with that. Cause I'm like, you know, I've always wanted to finish school um, and work. And of course we got the podcast and then little, even little stuff for like, just, want to go have drinks with my friends or want to go to the gym or something I'm just like I can't do this like it's too much for me and I always have that struggle like all right if I choose to do this then that takes away from time from my kids but if I do this then I'm giving up on my dreams and it, it's 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 a hard it's hard to balance it like I struggle with that to this day but and then like even with my new job it's like I have to have a schedule where my kids are with their dad sometimes and when they're with me sometimes so that I don't get to see them all the time. So it's it's hard. Sometimes you have to kind of make that sacrifice, but you got to try to find some type of balance between yeah. the two because you can't just give up on your dreams, but you can't just say fuck your kids either. Yeah, like, I agree. Well, good luck to her. Yeah. Absolutely. And to all the mothers out there that are dealing with that. Shout out to all the mothers, for sure. All right. So we got a few different topics on here to discuss so again we have Lawrence on the show and I'm gonna let <laughs> one of them it's not gonna be me <laughs> because I kind of just caught the middle of the conversation on Twitter <clears throat> on how we met Lawrence and why he is on the show today so <laughs> whoever wants to explain come on firecracker <laughs> this is really supposed to be Lynn's part uh, yeah. because oh yeah Lynn's she was the one here. responding yeah. I think I may have said something or maybe I wanted to. Did I say something? I, I just remember. <laughs> I, never mind. Uh. Damn. See, she was going to read the tweets uh, and, and I see? don't have them. But at, basically, we get on this Twitter one lovely afternoon mm -hmm. and we see some tweets about us being called birds mm -hmm. and jaded, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, I was pissed. I'm pretty sure everybody was pissed, but more me. <laughs> because I'm like, where is this coming from? We never talked about these things that we be, we were being accused of. And, you know, I'm like a firecracker. There's no thinking before I talk. So, <laughs> yeah. But Lynn handled it very professionally, better than I could have. So she's not here to give her peace. But, um yeah. yeah, so basically it was beef between it was, it, it, it Take Control Podcast and Lawrence. It, like, it wasn't. And it I wasn't. didn't think you would ever be sitting here with us today. <laughs> but I mean, I seen you and no, I seen you and Brandy out. I bought y'all drinks. And he bought trying us to, drinks. You know. She was still I mad. I was still mad. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, it's all good. Oh, yeah. I was trying. I'm like, man, let me go and buy these. You <laughs> know what? I'm, in, know a, still I'm in a moment of growth, so I'm trying to be better. <laughs> and yes. Yeah. And he's doing grow. the little hand movement from insecure, the growth. <laughs> <laughs> trying to grow. It's, uh, it's... All, right, all right. Let me give my side of the story. All right. Okay. So I don't even remember. It was a couple of months back. Um, and I had first started listening to the podcast because of Lynn. Lynn is, you know, I, I know Lynn. She's a funny girl, whatever, whatever. Known her since Ohio State, things of that nature. So I started listening. <laughs> I was tuning in and I was looking for more podcasts. Um, it was around the time when The Read was coming to Columbus. And um, somebody was like, oh, yeah, you should you should listen to the read and then we can get tickets to go and see him at Ohio State. I said, oh, OK, cool. So I go and I listen to the read and I listen to the most recent episode. And it was just like, man, what is this? I'm like, man, maybe this is just a bad episode. So I went to another episode 
and it was garbage too. And then I go all the way back to the beginning and I was like, okay, this is, this is terrible content. There's, there's nothing here. Uh, the, the male co the male host was way too flamboyant. The female co-host was everywhere. Like, like we were saying earlier, like one day she's a lesbian. Another day she wants dick. Another day she's standing <laughs> on her head. Like, I don't know. Like, I, like, what is this? So I cut that off. And then um, there was another podcast, local podcast. I support everything local. So it was another local podcast that I heard of from, uh, you know, just shopping around. And I had listened to it. And on there, um, it, was a, it was a female podcast. And um, I listened to that. And it was just kind of more just trash. I'm like, man, I'm like, all right, man, I'm, let me give it, let me give this a chance. Like they're local. Like I like to support local. And they had mentioned something about like only having drug dealers and married, married niggas available to them and all this other stuff. And I'm like, man, what, like everything is sounding like super birdish today. What is going on? I was like, all right, finish that. And I go on to take control. I'm like, all right, I, I know my girl's going to save me. Right? Like I, I fuck with y'all. Like y'all like friends that I've never met before. Like, so I'm like, all right, I, I'm, I'm listening to this. Hopefully about, and I got here and it sounded like bird talk. And I'm like, what well, is going well, what on? Did we to, say? I, I, that's what y'all were saying. That's all I could hear was just bird. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, man. I, I think it was a two hour podcast, maybe an hour and a half. And I stopped it at about 45 minutes in. Like, man, if I it had was to put two it hours, in. it had to be the second men versus women. When you said that earlier, I'm like, we've never had a show that was two it was hours. A, and it, it was, was just a the long one. And, and I, I got like 35, 40, 40 minutes in. It was before the I, second men versus women. I don't know. Was it? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. I can't remember. All I know is that I was mm. just disgusted. I stopped the podcast, <laughs> Damn. and I t <laughs> and I took to Twitter that day on like some, yo, what is up? Like, why are all these podcasts with you know with our amazing black women sounding like caca? Like, what's what's going on here? So, I had said mm -hmm. <laughs> things are sounding bird ish, bird adjacent. <laughs> okay, but you should have gave examples and you should have told y'all birds what you were talking about. I said y'all were birded. Like y'all ever watched the uh, the Jamie Foxx um I might need security where you had the bit about Whitney Houston. It was like, hey, is, it, is it just me or is Whitney smoking crack? And then he went on to like say, like, ah, she's not a crackhead, but she's crackish. Crackish. <laughs> yeah, y'all not birds, but y'all were birdish. You know, I'ma just chuck it up to you listen to all of these podcasts that you didn't like. And then ours got thrown in there, and you couldn't get that other stuff out of your head. And then we just got yeah, because I it. don't remember saying anything Maybe that was I, I do know oh. that the examples that were given were not what examples from so our get, no, no, you here? So I let's talk about it. What did I say? So what we talking about? What did we say? I'm just saying. So there's 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 several examples throughout. Like I don't I didn't come with like a notepad written down with all the examples of of you know the the bird <clears> stuff that is the bird adjacent things that have been said on here. I don't, I don't think y'all are birds. Not, a, not, not, not in the least bit. Like even after, like we had that conversation on Twitter, me and I, I figured it was Lynn mm -hmm. who I was speaking to through the, uh, through the, the Twitter handle or whatever. And, um, we had a conversation and I went back and I listened from the beginning and I was, I was floored. I was like, wow, this is, this is great content. Y'all, y'all talked about credit management y'all talked about blended families y'all talked about motherhood things that like it was just and and even since the the bird-ish episode like <laughs> the content has expanded like y'all are bearing y'all souls out on, on these mics and i appreciate it especially you like so i can 
don't don't roll your eyes <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but seriously like i was i was telling brandy earlier i was like man y'all y'all really are like bearing your souls here on, on the mic and and i appreciate how candidly y'all can talk mm-hmm. um you know and i can understand where some of your jadedness comes from daria I absolutely oh, okay. can from from listening. I can okay. I can. And also, <laughs> hearing last week that you were a Gemini also made it all made sense. So I was like, oh, okay, okay, all right. But no, no, I appreciate y'all. I, I really do. Y'all like when when y'all when y'all post y'all stuff. I'm I'm there and I'm listening because I really feel like y'all are friends that I just never met, quote unquote, never <laughs> met before. Okay. So, but well, no, I appreciate that. Yes. So let's. Let everybody know mm-hmm. we didn't say anything about wanting married men or drug dealers. Okay. No, y'all didn't. That Thank was you. that was that was another. All right. That was the other. Now I will say that I know I addressed this after the whole comment on whatever show that came after that. You can't box women in. Uh, we may say birdish things from time to time. I know I do, and I I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say I don't. I know I have ancient ways. I also know I'm a good woman. I also know I'm dealing with two other really great women. And we are who we are. Yeah. So. I I mean, I I don't mind a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind mind a little 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 bit of of bird. Like, I don't please. I need I need me a little little bit of bird mixed in with that. Like I I'm fine with you know I don't I don't need a completely like straight up and down. Like I want somebody who I can take to this spot with with my coworkers and we go to the happy hour. We get dressed and go to some some you know nice black tie affair and then we can go up the street on one sixty one and get some some chicken wings. You feel me? Fair like, enough. And I, I think- need all that. You you can get all of that with the three of us. I, I do get it. That's yeah. why I listen to you all. Okay, I appreciate it. So well, we, all is forgiven. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> <sighs> Hurts me to say that. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, dare you can hold a grudge. Uh, oh, I <laughs> yeah I, yeah. But we need that because I'm way too forgiving, and I think Lynn is too. So. Yeah. We need we need Dario to hold a grudge from time to time. But even with that, like. With like all, all feedback isn't going to be great feedback. I agree. You know, you're not you're not always going to get the the kudos and the congratulations or oh my god that's just so great. You're going to get the people who are going to be willfully obtuse, like myself. I, I I don't mind being on the other side, the devil's advocate. Like, eh, y'all could do a little better than that. Yeah. You know, and I didn't mind. I don't I don't mind speaking my. I run my mouth. I'm I was afraid I was going to over talk y'all the entire time because i am a talker i run my mouth my social media is a shit show like my twitter (laughs) is a shit show so like i i'm not gonna hold my tongue that's fair we Mm -hmm. don't want you to so all is forgiven guys Mm -hmm. you sure Mm -hmm. okay all right (laughs) friends friends (laughs) so we've seen this topic on the talk show the real um why is it that when men are the breadwinners, they think they can get away with everything? And how can women change that? I'm going to add my two cents because I don't want to be last this time. I've been last Go this ahead. whole show. <laughs> so I think it's a bit of I am providing for you. I'm running this show so I can move how I want to move. And you don't have any other options because <coughs> I'm taking care of all of this. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Is the mentality it can be I could be wrong because I do believe that there are some men who are breadwinners that don't have that mindset 
Now, I feel like as women, how you change that situation is you don't allow for certain things to happen, which is why I am big on going out and getting your own and making sure you are straight in the event that a man does something that is a deal breaker for you and you have to step away from the relationship, you'll be okay. So I think that's how we change that narrative. You don't put up with the shit. You don't just sit and take it. You have other options. So if you want to leave, you can and be fine. Absolutely. That's all I got. Would you like to? I low-key don't even want to speak on this just because of personal experiences. um, And I don't want to offend anyone. But Mm. I've said this before that I've been in a couple situations similar to men being breadwinners (laughs) and me either being a stay-at-home mom or just school part-time and I I would never do it again. Um, I am all for having my own. I feel like men who bring in more money usually feel entitled or they want to be in control of the situation. Um, But I also don't want women to feel like they can't be stay-at-home moms because their man is just automatically going to take control. I don't think all men are like that, but... I just feel like if that's something that y'all agree on, you want to be the main provider, don't treat your woman like shit. Like, her staying at home doesn't mean she's not doing nothing. I'm sure she's cooking and cleaning and taking care of the kids or whatever the case may be. She's doing something. But at the same time, like you said, if there's ever a case where you need to leave, you need to make sure you got something for yourself. I made that mistake of not having anything and having to start all over, and it was hard as fuck. I never, ever, ever want to feel like that ever again. So even if you are, you know, you make that decision to let your man take care of everything, do something on the side, even if it's part-time, just to have your own, just save. Like, you got to have your back at the end of the day. You never know what's going to happen. Absolutely. My my two cents on this is that uh, the onus isn't on on the women. It's not on y'all. It's on us as men to change that about ourselves Mm -hmm. you know we've got to hold each other accountable and 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 kind of raise our sons up to not think in that way uh y'all mentioned like yeah when when the guy is a breadwinner absolutely he feels entitled it it definitely turns into a a, i'm the prize type thing uh, and that's fine to an extent but when it gets to the point to where you're treating your partner like crap um it it, it's it, it becomes like slavery you know, and women women put in a lot of work at home. That's that, and even when they have jobs, and then still have to come home and be a mother, it's it's still great. Like it's really not on y'all. It's re- it's really on it's on us yeah. as men. You know, that's that's kind of my. I my I sense. agree with that, but I feel like women do. They need to have a voice. Don't feel like oh, because he's doing X, Y, and Z, I can't say anything or I have to shut right. up. No, you don't. No, yeah. you don't. You really uh, no, you don't. I, and I, I'm a hundred and ten percent for for women pressing their dudes. Like, yeah, if you if if he's stepping out of line, yeah, for sure, press him. And then if he's not correcting, if you if you have to continue to to press him over the same exact thing, then that's not the situation for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all about leaving. And I think I'm gonna take this back to what we was talking about last weekend with the red flags. <clears throat> I feel like somebody who's controlling in the marriage is controlling in a relationship. That's fucking up in a marriage was fucking up in a relationship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you got to take accountability and not allow that to happen, yeah. not to let it carry on. So it's a buzzword. Know who you're dealing, dealing with. with. Yeah. yeah. So accountability. That's kind of tough for women. Any, I, I think. Oh, uh, we, we 
I'll give you that. Yeah. But that ain't on our outline. So <laughs> 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 we ain't got to talk about that. Yeah. We'll save that for another episode. Uh, so how do we feel about this statement? Stop, act, <clears throat> stop acting like a wife when you are still a girlfriend. That's corny. That's, that's corny. It's kind of hard because I feel like on one end, you're kind of... I feel like you have to show your partner your potential. Um, I feel like... Not that I got to do everything, but it's just like... All right, for example, if you're with somebody and he likes a woman that can cook, you're like, well, I ain't your wife, so I ain't cooking for you. He ain't going to want to be with you. You know what I'm saying? In that sense. But at the same time, I feel like when you're in a relationship, you can be so loyal to a person and y'all just doing this whole... um, What do you call it? Playing house thing and y'all living together and y'all doing things that married couples do... What's going to make that man be like, all right, I, I'm ready to marry her. What's going to change? Yeah. Nothing. But that like you, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that, oh, I've got to tuck off, <clears throat> you know, my extra tricks, in, you know, until later on, once he presents the ring, like a, 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 a man knows what he wants when he knows what he wants. So it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like previous relationship for me, like, yeah, I like women who cook and women who clean and I clean a certain way. My previous relationship, my, my, my ex-girlfriend could not cook. I did all the cooking. Mm -hmm. She definitely didn't clean that well. I did all the cleaning. She had a child. Like I'm very hands-on with children. It was my first instance of dating a woman with a child. Um, I kicked it with the child, you know, a lot. Like I, in my mind, the the way I I feel like you should be more hands-on. She was, she was a little more okay with kind of, setting her in front of the TV and letting her do her thing. And, you know, so I went and I kicked it with the child and I would pick her up from school and drop her off from school and things that nature. I was very hands on, but you know, Larry before that, I was like, Oh, well, I, I need a woman who knows how to cook, you know, who can clean, blah, blah. I stepped outside of that comfort zone mm-hmm. and it didn't bother me much. Cause it's like, well, she doesn't know how to cook. I'll teach her how to cook or we'll cook together. Like yeah. I'll spend time with the kid and I'll think things of that nature. So, um, when a man knows what a man wants, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't take for you to have to tuck off extra tricks. Like he's going to put a ring on it. And, and like, if he doesn't, then that's just him and whatever issues he has with commitment. Like, yeah, I don't think you hmm. should have to tuck off anything. That's interesting. Yeah. I agree with both of you guys. I feel like this is a statement that I actually struggle with to try to decide on if I agree with it or if I don't, because I, I kind of see it as if I'm in a relationship, what am I supposed to do? Act like a friend? Right. Until I get the ring? I, I'm confused. Like, you know what I mean? What are you supposed to do in a relationship if you're not moving towards a, a marriage? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So one thing I got to thinking about when I looked at this is the um, What's Love episode that we had with um, the young lady that was married. I can't think of her name. It's going to put my tongue. Um and she was saying one thing that she didn't allow for him to do was stay over. No, it was oh. family gatherings. Her mother was graduating from college. If I remember correctly, she was getting her bachelor's. She didn't invite him to her mother's graduation party because she felt like that is something that I do with my husband, which was fair. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I think that, that would hurt my feelings, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be sorry. I'd right. Like, wow. Yeah. So 
that's what I said. I kind of don't know where I I would draw the line with this. I think probably for me, locking into bills would be one of the things that I'm not going to do with someone other than my husband. Um, just because it can get messy if it doesn't work out. But that's that's my standpoint. And what exactly am I supposed to do mm-hmm. as a girlfriend that I'm not supposed to do, you know? Nothing. Uh, it's Right. Weird. That's why I'm like, I, I can see both sides, but it's just, I, I don't know either. But it's I, like, it has to be some type of cutoff because it's like, you can't just get everything and we're not doing everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I feel like, if I'm going to be with you, I want you to show me the things that I have to look forward to. Yeah. So I don't know. Somebody, I need somebody to give us an answer. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, everything is relative. Like, what is, like, what is everything? Like, what are, What am I not, like, the, I, I think it's weird if it's like, oh, well, I'm not cooking for you because you're not my husband. Now, like, I know some, I've heard a lot of women shit. say that they feel like they should hold back sexually in a relationship compared to a marriage. I don't know how true that is because again, I don't. I really don't know how to answer that question because. So what they saving the booty for marriage, like the the actual booty hole for marriage? Like I don't understand. Know. Like I don't what's know. off? I only anal with my husband. Like oh, okay, all right, that's fine. Like, I know yeah. I've heard a female say she's more reluctant when it comes to oral because. It's, uh, like I said, this is all stuff that I don't get. I don't. But really then, know. what if your man likes that? And then, what if he say he does hold out, and then y'all get married, and it's trash. It's trash. Yeah. Then what? So I mean, Got I don't. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. It's a it's a really hard question to answer. I mean, I feel like it's it's sticky. Yeah. What's the cutoff? What am I? You know what I mean? I guess from my own experience, one thing that I probably wouldn't do again until I was married would be to live with someone. Yep, I can agree with that. Mm. Um, but you kind of got to live with somebody. You know what I'm saying? You got to. Yeah. You could, you know what I mean? Y'all so, could be happily ever after for two years living separate. Y'all get together and everything falls apart yeah. in 30 yeah. days. It's, it's hard. So that's what I'm saying. I really don't know what the cutoff is with that. So ladies, what are some of the things that you're not going to do as a girlfriend because you are not a wife? Um, fellas, if you have an opinion, speak it, take it to our Twitter, take it to our Facebook group. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. really have an answer for that one. Very much. I'm not doing. Yeah. I, just, I don't, I don't know. And then again, I feel like at this point I'm not in relationships. I'm not getting in a relationship. If marriage isn't on the table, like if I don't think I can marry you, I'm not going to be in a relationship with you. So, what? <laughs> so you're like so you go into like no this, but what i'm some saying guy is, you for your number at the bar and no, then like, hey, I, I don't know if i can marry no, you no i feel like this because this whole it becomes a blurred line with this whole dating talking in a relationship marriage yeah. all these stages you got to go through so i feel like if i'm going to actually pursue <laughs> and say i'm in a relationship with this person mm-hmm. that's going to be somebody that i could actually somewhere down the line see myself marrying okay so Probably okay. why it's another blurred line for me on where I would draw the line and what mm-hmm. I'm going to do or not do. That's true. Because you can be in a relationship but not be in a relationship with somebody. True. <laughs> Situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like this can go too many directions. So we're just going to jump to the next thing. So this was actually a topic that you and Lynn were talking about. I don't even know where this came from. So I've seen it, but I didn't think about it. Okay. <sighs> So the statement, it was a Twitter conversation, and it is it states, I used to curve him. Now he's my fiance. Man. So there was there was this big post where this this girl is like, 
I think she was at a concert with her dude or whatever. And the, and the, the gist of the post was like, oh, this guy, I used to curve him so crazy. He told me he was going to marry me, blah, 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 blah. Now we're here and we're living happily ever after. And hey, ladies, give the good guys a chance. I'm like, this post is garbage. Like, <laughs> the, if that's embarrassed, that if I was the guy, I'd be completely embarrassed. Like, why are you online uh, clout chasing or, or, or shouting from the mountaintops? Like, yeah, I used to curve this nigga so crazy. He was, yeah, he was like a back in my face. Like, he was in my yeah. face all crazy. I finally gave this bum ass nigga a chance and now I'm happy. <laughs> you know, you know, give the bum nigga a chance too, ladies. Like, bro, <laughs> fuck out of here. So that that was my gripe. There was there was a few different gripes that I had with it. I think I had listed them out on my Twitter. I'm not going to go back and look. But the main gripe was the, oh, I used to curve him. And now we're happily ever after. It was like, come on, Kings. Be, know your worth. Like, just like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, you obviously settling if she on some like, oh, I used to curve him. And now it's my fiance. Like, man, you got it. Y'all men. I'm, I'm like a. So you're coming from a standpoint, it's like being to somebody who's just that much into you Absolutely. as well. Makes Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I'm going to keep borrowing that, uh, that, um, sorry, just lost me. I'm going to keep borrowing that, that statement from, um, the, from the honorable over at what we talking about, <laughs> what we talking about podcast. Like I, I'm, I'm the prize. <laughs> we the prize Kings. Like stop. Come on, man. I wish my, I wish my woman would, bro. I Come on. I don't know who told y'all the prize that y'all were the oh, prize. Oh, we are the prize. But come on, come on. That's now. fine. Come on. Now. I ain't even in the mood to argue with you today. So y'all, <laughs> y'all can prize. be the prize today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the post, but I agree with you. Um, the someone actually had correct. Well, I guess corrected ish me. Uh, apparently, the guy was in a wheelchair in the video, and it was like, oh well. You know, dating someone who has a disability can absolutely be a, a big hurdle, to, you know, to to get over and yada, yada, yada. I said, yeah, I understand that. And if it if the post was made in that light to where it's like, hey, I I used to be nervous about. That's not what she said. X, Y and Z. Yeah. You know, about the fact that he, you know, he's disabled. But now I've given like disabled people are are people, too. If it was if it was framed in that <laughs> sense, then cool. But it was more like a. It was really like, oh, this I used to curve this bum ass nigga, and now like I was, huh, all right, I guess I'll go out with you. Now yeah. he's my fiance. Give the give the good guys a chance. Like, I feel like whoever attempted to correct you on that was a fail because if that's the point, if that was if the that place was the, she was coming from, like it, it was a struggle for me. I didn't know how I would exactly. do this or handle this. That's what she would have said. Yeah, that's not what she said. That's not mm-hmm. what she said. That's not what it was conveyed at all. She she ended up deleting the post because I went back to try and screenshot it, but the girl deleted the post. Are you all right? I have no words. <laughs> I can't relate. I wouldn't do that. So yeah, yeah. And I try. I tried to uh, play devil's advocate on that one. Uh, I had a I had a woman who had approached me on Twitter. I was like, well, she was like, I don't see the issue. I said, put put your put your feet in his shoes. Like, if yeah. your man is on Twitter talking about, oh, I used to curve this John, blah blah. blah. Now look. I gave her goofy ass a chance, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's my fiance. Like you'd be sick. Like, yeah, girl. I don't know. I ain't got no more words. On uh, yeah, it's just a, about how she said it. I could see something where, like, you know, he tried to talk to me before, and I really didn't want to talk to him. And then I don't know. It's just about how you say it. I, yeah, I would say. I don't know. I agree. I feel like the way she worded it was trash. It's so. Disgusting. 
I don't know. I'm the prize king. <laughs> You're the prize king. Come on now. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a couple questions. What we wanted to talk about today was how men deal with their emotions because of course from a woman's point of view you guys don't deal with your emotions mm -hmm. so dysfunctional mm. whoa relax <laughs> <laughs> all right all right go on with it <laughs> so i mean that's the first thing we we don't understand why you guys don't open up what is that about why don't you guys ever open up well i mean the same could be said for women we talking about men right now oh okay all right um <laughs> no 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 i'm an open book like i'm like this podcast could be six hours with me talking um no like it for for some guys uh you know i know y'all make that women make the joke all the time like yeah that one light-skinned girl with, with green eyes hurt his feelings in the third grade and it's been fuck bitches get money ever since like that's <laughs> to an extent it's absolutely true like guys shut down and be salty like when when you when you get that first girl that you really 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 care about and it just doesn't end well from you you end up jaded and it and it it can fester and turn into a disgusting human being as an adult so um i i i kind of give credence to that like yeah some folks just don't open some men don't open up because they just don't want to get hurt again you know, they don't want to feel stupid again. And y'all don't like to be vulnerable and look weak and soft and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And y'all were always told that mm. having feelings is so stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know. No, no, no. See, but that's that's for most men. Y'all lucked up or didn't luck up. Y'all got the one guy who that wasn't that wasn't how I was brought up, you know. So my grandmother, my father, my mom, all of them. Um, at different stages in my life all told me like you can always say what you feel you know as long as you know how to say it. like before I would get whoopings like my dad would have the belt in his hand like all right speak your case and I'd tell him like well dad I feel xyz whooped he was like all right okay well I understand where you come from blah blah, blah. all right now go ahead and turn over and get this ass whooping you know so <laughs> it, it, like I was taught from a young age like as long as you can uh, form the words like put put them sentences together then yeah. you should express your feelings how you feel but that that always didn't I was an angry little kid very angry like very angry so I would get up and the only the only I didn't know how to express my emotions so the only emotion that I knew was anger so back in six from elementary school forward like people knew me as a kid who was punching lockers I should have gotten into way more fights I got into handful of fights but i should have gotten into way more fights because of my anger issues um but as a man i've grown up and and through the kind of the balancing of you know speaking with my mother speaking with my grandmothers my father um and then meeting some amazing women throughout college who who helped me out um it was i've i've kind of grown to who i am today so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah I will say women don't open up. Mm -hmm. I'm one of them women who don't really care to open up. Mm -hmm. But I feel like men are taught that from an early age not to really show their emotions. Whereas that's a learned behavior for women Absolutely. through the course of relationships. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. With, with men, we're, we're taught not to show our emotion. The only emotion that's okay to show is is uh, aggression, anger. Um, and it's just, it's not. That's why we have so many 
jacked up men today you yeah. know um i will say so there was there was a few different turning points in my life to where i realized like okay larry you don't have to be that guy anymore when i first got to ohio state my freshman year i'm from the south side i, I grew up in southfield like i was i was a little hoodlum to an extent but i was always super smart um i got to ohio state and i met a whole bunch of guys on the 14th floor i was the black floor at the time in moral tower and we would sit and we would freestyle. Everybody thought we was, you know, everybody was rapping back then. And all of my raps was like, yeah, Southfield, this, you know, body, you know, body bags, guns, everything. And one day one of my boys was like, whoa, 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 Larry, we're not in the hood anymore, man. You made it. You're good. You don't have to. And that was the first day it clicked. And that wasn't, that was amongst my guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, I'm still cool with all of those guys to this day that from like from freshman year to now. It's been like 11 years, but that was the first time it clicked. I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't have to be that aggressive guy anymore. There's no, there's no need for it. For what? It was just, it was an outer shell to protect myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, another turning point, uh, rest in peace to Dr. Patricia Cunningham at Ohio State. She was my advisor. She gave me a book written by Bell Hooks. And I think it was um, da, 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 Bell Hooks. The will to change. That's what it was. The will to change men, masculinity and love. Thanks. And I sat and I read that book um, and it was a, it was another big turning point for me. I'm a reader. I read a lot. Um, and I. Yeah, I, it just it just opened it opened my eyes. I actually need to go back and read it. But I I, I suggest every woman who who is dealing with a man who doesn't really deal well with his emotions. Buy him that book. Read it with him and talk like y'all just have have discussions like it it helped it helped and then you know various women throughout that where it was like okay i got introduced kind of like to the feminist movement and things of that nature and then i did more reading and more research and more reading and more research and then you just kind of grow into i think you got to get a man that's willing to read right i was about to say that because a lot of men well I'll say a couple of men that I've dealt with, they either A, don't recognize that they have an issue, um, or B, just not willing to change. And it's like, so when you're trying to tell them, like, you have these issues, I need you to talk, I need you to open up, they're kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't have no issues. I'm good. But you're not. Exactly. And it's okay to not be okay. I have to tell exactly. everyone that all the time. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Um, but you have to be willing to, to open up. And I, like I said, it was women more so. Y'all, black women who helped me to yeah. grow to who I am now. So. I, I feel like, and I'm going to just, I'm going to go into the next question with this. Um, whether or not it's okay for a man to show his emotion when it comes to his romantic relationships. I feel like, Men never show, or in my experience, I should say, men never really show that side of themselves until the relationship is over. The woman has become fed up and she doesn't want to do it anymore. And now this is his way to get her back. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to open up to her when she doesn't care anymore. Yep. You're right. So. I I have no, like that, (laughs) that absolutely happens, you know. Um Players fuck up too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not fair because you have this this good woman who's taking all your shit, who's mm-hmm. who's willing to deal with all of your issues, mm-hmm. 
and you push her away. So when she's done, now y'all looking at us like, oh, you gave up on me. You leave. And it's just, it's not fair. Like you had me. What am I supposed to do? I've tried to stick it out. I gave all of my effort and I feel like I was fighting by myself and you pushed me away. And now you mad. I'm triggered right now. (laughs) That I'm leaving. Like what the fuck? Turn my phone off before I text my ex. (laughs) Get that away from me. (laughs) No. um, Yeah. I, I, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize on behalf of all all the all the men's, uh, you know, all the men that y'all have dealt with. Um, yeah, like it it's 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 tough to open up. Everybody has their issues. Like even with me coming on here and telling y'all, like I'm I'm probably one of the more like uh, moderate slash liberal men. Period. Uh, I have my issues, and that was part of the reason why me and my ex didn't work out. You know, I. She grew up in a two parent home and, you know, this big family unit, all of her, all of her sisters and siblings were all whatever, whatever. Me, my mom and dad were never married. My dad's been to prison. My mom's been to prison. I was in foster care. I've done I've done it all. I've been through all. So, like, I, I used to have feelings of inadequacy when it came to I'm like, man, if I'm if I'm going to marry this woman. My mom and dad, like. there's even more stuff behind what I've, what I've exposed just now. Like how am I like, how is my family unit? My family unit compares nothing to what she has. Yeah. So part of me was like, man, I, I really love this girl, but it was like, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta, I started to self-sabotage Yeah. and fucked it up and she left. Yeah. And when, when I say she left, she, she left like 400 miles away, left like back to North Carolina left. And, when that happened, I was like, ah, damn, Larry, you fucked that up. That was, see, that's that why, was it. That's my thing about it. It's like, okay, you recognize, you know, I, I recognize that a lot of issues are very deep-rooted and they come from our childhoods and traumatic Absolutely. things like that. But I feel like once you become an adult, again, it goes back to that whole accountability thing. Me and my best friend talk to each other. We sit and have conversations about this all the time. Like, okay, these, is our, these are our issues this is where they came from. Now, how do we fix it? And then you start to open your mind to different things that's more positive to change your thought process. And that's why I said, well, first you got to start with getting a man that's willing to pick up a book and read it. True. See, now I'm getting emotional. Okay. Uh-oh. You know, and, and you get emotional. And it's not, you know, because some of the, you know, these are conversations that we have off air. Like, I know exactly what she's talking about when she says that, but it's like, you start. You know, at what point do you talk yourself out of that self-sabotage? I have a great woman and she can show me what it's like to be in a loving relationship because yeah. she came from a loving relationship. At what point do you say, fuck this shit that I'm thinking about that don't make no sense. She loves she loves me. Let me go make it right. Yeah. Like, oh, I tried. Yeah, okay. I tried. And, and it was, I, like I said, my, my social media is a, a shit show. And that was that was actually the ultimate downfall of that relationship. But like you, you wake up one day. You absolutely do. Like the conver- it was a conversation around the pool. I was in Cancun with my guys. It was a it was a bachelorette. Excuse me, a bachelor party. Um, and we were sitting around the pool and we were all talking about our, our different relationships. A couple of them were married. One was getting married. A couple of them were in long, long term relationships. And then. I'm listening to how some folks are speaking about their relation. I'm like, man, X, Y, Z, my girl doesn't do that. Man, my girl doesn't do that. My girl supports me, X, Y, Z. And I'm like, wait, Larry, you got an amazing woman at home. What are you, 
oh, you, you got to tell her as soon as you get home. And when I got home, I, she was gone. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all that. So, yeah, no, we, we wake up. It, ta- it takes a minute for us to wake up, but sometimes sometimes it doesn't. But when, like I said, players fuck up too. Yeah. You don't have kids, do you? No. Okay, so I'm going to skip this qu- that question. So do you feel like it's ever okay for a man to cry? Yeah. I t- I'm not, I, I keep telling y'all, I'm not that, I'm, I'm one of them fringe, fringe guys. Like, you're not... You're not going to um you're not gonna catch me saying like, oh no, man men shouldn't cry. Like that's that's corny. Everybody has emotions and shit to cry about. I mean, yeah, but I feel like I feel like guys are told from an early age not to cry, toughen up. Um so I feel like as an adult you feel like crying is weak. Yes. Yes. Like so Yes, we are trained to, to to only show one emotion, two emotions, excuse me, anger and then just regular old baseline you. Um, but as an adult, like you have to you have to kind of open up that that emotion range, like that spectrum. It can't just be zero and 100. You and crying helps, man. Like I cry. I cried when I got home from Cancun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I cried. <laughs> I cried. Like, she had me blocked everything. Like, I, I was stranded at the airport for three hours because she was supposed to pick me up. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I I called one of my friends. I'm like, hey. She was like, call call her number uh, private and see if it goes through. Called the number private and went through. I'm like, oh. She's like, yeah, she got you blocked. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> all right, bet. All right, cool, cool, cool. But no, I pulled up where she was at, uh, where she was living at at the time. Um, she worked overnight and I knew she was probably at work that night and um, I pulled up where she was at and I sat in the parking lot and waited for her to get off of work crying the whole time 6am rolls around she pulls into the parking lot I get out of the car I'm bawling baby what's wrong why why what why do you have me blocked I'm done what do you what do you mean you done no I love you <laughs> fuck out of here no get back in here and love me like <laughs> but yeah like that it I cried there's there's you got to You got Sometimes you just got to let that emotion out, man, because yeah. it is what it is. It's, I think once women get to that point, they're really done because we kind of go through the emotions before we actually end the relationship. Oh, she was done, done. For sure. Yeah. So when we say we're done, we're really fucking done. There's nothing, no tears, no begging. There's nothing you can do to make I to make it better on my knees in that parking lot. <clears throat> I've had that happen to me and I just looked at him like. All right. And I'm like, triggered. you know what I'm saying? Like, what what do you expect me to do? Like all this crying and what begging. I, we did. <laughs> nah, we nah, did nah. before. You had to realize that when you have me, guys are always a little too late. Yeah. And I am sick of feeling like that woman. That's the one that one that got away. I'm sick of feeling like that because every time you be done with a nigga, here they come with all these feelings and these emotions. And then all. All these feelings that they didn't have before. Mm. So it's just like, don't I don't give a fuck now. Ooh, oh. I don't care. Trigger it, trigger it, trigger it. Nah. Um, no. See, I guess maybe the Yeah, for most guys, that's what it's gonna be. For me, I showed those emotions while we were kind of in that gray area. We weren't we weren't together together, but we were together. We were living together. Like I said, I was taking our kid to and from school, mm-hmm. coming home from work cooking and cleaning, things of that nature. Like all that. Yeah. I was playing a part. But I just never locked it 
all the way down. I think I got comfortable. Yeah. And then she pulled the rug from up under my face. See, and that's what I was saying earlier about the whole acting like a wife in a marriage. Because if we're doing all of this and you you get too comfortable, you're not going to be pressed and rushed out to get a ring. So what am I doing all this for? How do I know it's going to get to that point? I was doing the wife duties. What you mean? (laughs) (laughs) What more did I have to do? I'm just saying, like, if you're comfortable in your situations, like, we already doing this, it's not going to make you be like, all right, cool, let me go get a ring. No. You already getting all of the benefits. You're already doing everything that basically a married couple does. Absolutely. But that didn't, I mean, that didn't (laughs) sound like I, I was doing everything. Like, I was, hello. Yeah, I was doing everything. Yeah. Um, so the last question we have, which I kind of already touched on, is just about men with deep issues. They don't recognize it. And when they get with somebody that tries to help them, they push them away. That was the last question we had, but I feel like we touched on it. Yeah. Um, and that's when I started to get emotional <laughs> because I, I feel like I remember being in this situation where like this guy had all these hurt, all this hurt and trust issues that got taken out on me when I wasn't doing anything wrong. And when I'm, I sit and try to have a conversation and try to be like, this is your problem. You need to fix it. Let's learn how to fix it. And it was always, nah, I'm good. But this, here's, here's my problem with you. This is what you did wrong. I don't have time for that. It's bullshit. Like, I'm trying to help you. All you can do is blame me for everything. I, I can't deal with that. That's toxic. Yeah. I, that's very toxic. Yeah. I don't have nothing to say to that because I've never, <clears throat> that's never been me. And, you know, I think it goes back to the whole Point again that I was making last week, you know, when people don't know how to communicate, they always think you're trying to argue. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes down to understanding in a person's perspective, like the situation I was speaking on last weekend at the end of the show. I was simply trying to explain, like, here's where I think the problem started in my mind. I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm going to give you clear cut examples on where I feel like you felt when you started to fall back and mm-hmm. why the conversation started to dwindle down. If I'm wrong, say I'm wrong, but I need to hear your side of things. And then we need to discuss about how we move forward. But I feel like people are just so quick. And I had to learn this myself to just be like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do this. I'm not doing this and just leave it alone. But you can't do that. Like, it's not it's not healthy for a relationship. It's not healthy for yourself. It's a toxic behavior that you're, you know, putting Absolutely. onto yourself. Like, you have to come out of that. But... Again, people got to recognize that they have yeah. issues before they can fix them. And I appreciate you for being a man who realized issues you had and working through that. Because a lot of men don't do that. Yeah. They want to be all tough and they don't want to open up. So it's like you're never going to get anywhere. And you're going to leave this situation and get in the next situation and have the same fucking issues. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to open up. Yeah. You don't want to fix your problems. or You don't want to even realize that you have problems to begin with. Yeah, I, I think I think people just have to want to heal, man. Like I don't, I don't want to be broken. Yeah, you know, and it, so that's why I consciously take the steps to correct those issues. I still have plenty of issues, but you know, I'm working through. It and I think that's is. all women want is just somebody who's willing to work through it. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like if we feel like. This is where the disconnect is. I know for me personally, I feel like a lot of women will agree. I will get in the ring and I will fight. But if I'm fighting by myself, fuck that. I, what am I fighting for? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just further hurting myself at this point if you're not going to get in and stick this shit out with me. 
So I think that's where women are coming from. It's like, give us something. Like, we don't even need a lot. Just give me something to know that you in this with me. That's my worst thing. I'm I hate feeling you. like I'm alone in something. Yeah. Go Especially because they don't realize the issues that we already have. We yeah. have our own fucking issues Absolutely. and our own toxic ways that we're trying to change. Now you bringing your shit onto me and you don't even want to help me through it. Like... Fuck that. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you through yours on top of helping myself with my own exactly. shit. Absolutely. But I mean, we do some emotional lifting also. That is true. Because y'all that do come with... Uh, fix your eyes. Y'all come with... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Y'all we come, come with, with, a with a lot. I, I will we say do. that. So, I will say that. But no, seriously, I'm going to keep shouting that book out, man. The Will to Change by, by Bell Hooks. Go and get that book. Ladies, if y'all are in a relationship and, and y'all, y'all, some of this stuff is hitting home, go and get that book. Okay. You can read it and, 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 you know, try and maybe put some put some of it to good use or hand it to him. And if he's serious about being in a relationship with you and you you absolutely, you know, want him to change, go and get that book. The Will to Change by Bell Hooks. I think it was men, masculinity and something else. It was like the sub the subtext to it. But it, it was a, it was a great read for me. That was kind of like that was one of the, my first jumps into like the feminist rhetoric. Thanks okay. of nature. Um yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, well, ladies, go get that book for your man. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna get it for myself and read it. I'm gonna add it to there my collection. Go. That's yeah. a good idea. It's sitting on my nightstand. I got three book, four books on my nightstand: the Bible, The Will to Change, Siddhartha by Herman Hess, and The Odyssey. So, I'm a reader. I I, I appreciate that. Yeah. That's good. So, where can people find you? <clears throat> oh, uh, I'm around. I'm, Nah, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, like I said, send all your hate mail to my social media, O U T M I I M Y N D. That's both Twitter and Instagram. Um, but yeah, I'm around. I'm around. All right. Well, we appreciate you for coming and clearing the air. Yeah. And we made up, so there's no more beef. Friends. Yay. <laughs> um. Do you have any final thoughts or anything? I don't. We have some good events coming up soon with yeah, the next stay couple tuned. months. So stay we tuned have- for that. We'll have more details and we'll let you guys know. Um, So that's it. All right. I appreciate you, ladies. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.